0: Welcome to Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, South Central Kentucky's premier retirement planning firm. Dale holds a master's degree in business management with an emphasis in finance and has the Retirement Income Professional Certification. Dale is a trusted voice to families across the great state of Kentucky and a regular contributor to many local media publications. Now, here's Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. This weekend's show is going to move fairly quickly. I'm very excited about what we have in store for you. We are going to do our absolute best to jam this next 20 minutes packed full of information for you if you are looking to retire in the next five to ten years. It's, it's going to be jam-packed with information on how to structure a retirement income plan. If that's you, you need to listen. I'm excited for what you're about to hear. Now, before we get started, let me give you a little bit of information about our firm. It's 270-600-PLAN. As always, that's the number to reach out to us if you have any questions, concerns, or would like to discuss more of what you hear on today's show. We have also just recently revamped our website, rdswealth.com. RDSWealth.com. That'll get you to our website and allow you to sign up for our newsletter. Subscribe to our newsletter, and I promise you, we'll get you as much information as we can to make sure that you are living a retirement without compromise, free from the fear and worry of stock market volatility. That is our goal. Now, this show is going to start out with a very simple question for you. How much do you feel is a safe, withdrawal rate in retirement as far as percentage is concerned when you think of a general rule of thumb you have a portfolio that's setting with let's say $1 million or let's even call it 500000 whatever it is that you have saved up for retirement about how much can you pull off of that safely without running out of money in retirement and we are going to be directly addressing that question today and I hope that by the end of the show you feel a little bit more comfortable Answering that question. Now, on to today's show. Man, I'm excited about this. If I haven't already said that so far, uh, we are actually going to be joined by a very, very special guest. We are privileged to have this gentleman on our show. Now, I don't expect you to know this gentleman by name, but I'm going to introduce him to you, and I think you will realize how important he is in the academic world. He is a leading academic researcher in the area of finance pertaining to retirement income. His name is Dr. Wade Fowl, and it's it's spelt with a P, P P-F-A-U, believe it or not. This gentleman is a world-famous economist. He is a leading researcher, a prolific writer. His resume is extensive, and I literally could read every award that he has won, and it would take me the entire amount of time that I have on this show today, he has his doctorate and a master's in economics from Princeton University. has a bachelor's of science and a bachelor's of arts in finance from uh, the University of Iowa, if I recall correctly. And he has published articles in Forbes Magazine, Time Magazine, Morning Star. He's been uh, the the lead researcher on a lot of different retirement specific strategies in investing and also. In income planning. He leads the program for the retirement income certified professional designation from the uh, School of Finance in the American College. And that's actually where I met this gentleman. Dr. Fowl was my professor. I had the ability to study directly under him. He has written three books recently, just in the last three to four years, I believe it is. And what we did is we sat down uh, uh, two days ago, we sat down and had an interview, which will be a part of our podcast series that we will be launching later this year on the Retirement Matters Show he also is helping me do some research for my book that I'm writing and hopefully will be out by the end of this year, if not early next year. And we will also be releasing this episode of on our YouTube video series um, because we did have the ability to sit down with him over a Zoom meeting and it was gold. If you are interested at all in retirement planning research, not concerned as much about emotion or an opinion, you want the actual math and science behind what it means to have a secure and what we will call optimized retirement planning portfolio, I would highly recommend that you pay attention to what you hear on this show. We're We're going to make sure that you have the access to this information in a lot of different channels because it is packed with great information. Now, As a side note, I want you to understand that this gentleman is so intelligent, especially in the world of finance. That uh, you know you might be able to pick up on that just a little bit in his dialect or in his tone. You will understand what I mean as we begin to get into this interview. But I'm confident in the fact that if you will listen to the words he is speaking, you will gain a piece of knowledge that will help you along your retirement journey. It's because of that that I bring you this interview with the one and only Dr. Wade Fowl. Dr. Fowl, how
1: are you this morning? I'm good, Dale. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well, sir. Very well. I appreciate you taking your time to to join us on this podcast. What I'd like to do is just dive right into your book, the latest book that you have. It's a safety first approach to retirement planning. Uh, to contrast to the other books that you've done, and, and I think maybe the second book you did was investment only retirement planning. Is that correct? It was a... My reading. Yeah, yeah. Right? The, my
1: my second book, How Much Can You Spend in Retirement, was about yeah, how just the investment based approach.
0: In I'm curious, Dr. Foul, you you talk a lot about this concept of climbing a mountain and going up the mountain, coming down the mountain, and how it relates to research and retirement planning specifically. Could you go through that for us one time and just kind of highlight that uh in layman's terms how that would relate to retirement planning
1: sure sure yeah yeah. so mountain climbing it has a it's a really good analogy for retirement and if i'm climbing a mountain the question is like what's the goal of mountain climbing and the natural response might be well i want to climb to the top of the mountain i want to get to the top of the mountain but really that's just half the battle you you also have to make it safely down the mountain as well And when we look at when accidents happen or the the danger of mountain climbing, getting down the mountain after reaching the top, it's a lot more dangerous. That's where the accidents tend to happen versus getting up to the top of the mountain in the first place. And and so that applies to retirement planning, because it's the same idea where when you ask someone, what's the goal of retirement planning? The often the the initial response is, well, I want to Reach my retirement date with a targeted level of wealth. And there's even been companies that run commercials where people walk around with numbers over their heads. And those were like, it just varies based on your goals. But like, if if I could get to $1.2 million, then I could retire successfully, something like that. And it's the same with mountain climbing, though, where getting to the top of the mountain is only the beginning. You have to safely climb down the mountain as well. And that means you have to spend your assets sustainably over an unknown retirement length. And when you're spending from your assets, market volatility is gonna have a bigger impact as you're taking distributions. And so even if you reach that target for wealth accumulations, the danger really comes post-retirement. There's more risk. You have to be more careful climbing down the mountain than when you were accumulating for retirement in the first place.
0: To talk a little bit about that mountain theory, I think it's unique because in your book, you talk about two different, even two different types of advisors, perhaps, that you would work with. RD Smothers Wealth Management, we we definitely specialize in that back half, uh, which is retirement income planning. Talk a little bit about maybe how the, there are two different types of advisors and and how you may even be able to tell which one you're working with right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, well, the one type would just be an investment manager who's really focused on growing the pot of assets and hasn't really thought carefully about post-retirement. And and so they just apply the same models as pre-retirement to post-retirement and don't really appreciate the additional risks that retirees face. So the other type of an advisor is one who has really just gotten more education (laughs) and and understands this better and understands that you have to be more careful post-retirement. And so the same sort of diversified investment portfolio that you might use to get to the top of the mountain. You might really need to look at a more comprehensive or broader strategy when it comes to getting back down the mountain afterwards.
0: And and almost implementing some products that would (laughs) be considered perhaps taboo for the other side of the mountain. Such as, and this will get us straight into that safety first approach text, which is (laughs) an extensive text, I may add, 370 plus pages, I think it is, of profound research to show that there is a way to what we call optimize, we call optimize retirement. I think in your book you call it to make your retirement more efficient, and that is to basically introduce this integrated approach to retirement. Talk a little bit about how that works and, and some of those products we may use.
1: Right. Right. So the efficiency of retirement, it's kind of how economists talk about efficiency, where if you can use a given amount of resources and create more from it in terms of in retirement, that means being able to spend more in retirement and or having more legacy at the end of retirement, then you've got yourself a more efficient strategy. And so the problem with just approaching retirement with investments is that it forces someone to be extra conservative and have to spend less, potentially, if they're really if they're worried about running out of their money, then if they brought in tools such as annuities that offer risk pooling and the ability to spend at a higher level, because if you end up living longer than average, you have these subsidies from the risk pool, these contractually protected payments that will last for your entire lifetime. So when you put part of the assets into a tool like that, it can allow more freedom, flexibility and, and less strain on your investment assets outside of the annuity. And then together with this integrated strategy, it's creating that potential to, to spend more and potentially to have more legacy as well at the end. So it can be a more efficient strategy for retirement.
0: Okay, I'm going to jump in right here to just clarify a few things. He is talking about this concept of working with an advisor to get you to the top of the mountain, or getting you to the asset pool that you need, maybe that's in a 401k or an IRA, and then working with perhaps a totally different advisor, but for sure a totally different strategy once you have physically retired, turning that into income. You need to make sure that you are working with an advisor who is focused on income generation, not Trying to add more commas and zeros. We've talked a lot about this. And then we went on to discuss those concepts of what we may talk about as far as products are concerned. And he is actually a big proponent of introducing some sort of an annuity based product for principal protection as well as income generation. This next piece that you're about to hear is hopefully going to shine some light on that question that I asked at the beginning of the show. In case you're tuning in, You are listening to a small piece of an interview that I conducted with a retirement researcher, Dr. Wade Fowl. He is a famous economist known around the globe for retirement income planning. And What we are discussing are ways that we can optimize your retirement portfolio, or in his words, the more academic language is, to make this retirement portfolio more efficient. At the beginning of the show, I asked you a question. What do you think a safe withdrawal rate is in retirement? How much do you think you can take away? And the common misconception is that's around 4%. But what you're about to hear is a staunch rebuttal to that rule. It actually takes that number a lot closer to 2%. Listen up and see if you can hear what that actual percentage is. Dr. Wade Fowl has conducted a lot of research on this topic. And unbeknownst to me, he actually helped lead the research that Morningstar published that I reference in this piece? Uh, you know, you you mentioned efficiency. What, what I'd like to do is dive in on this 4% rule and talk about how it even came to be. This general rule of thumb, spend 4%. We're introduced to these two gentlemen, Harry Markowitz, years ago, who, who brought up this diversified pool of mutual funds and, and different types of assets that would get you to your goal if spent, according to Mr. Binkins' research at 4% per year. Talk a little bit about you know the challenges we face maybe that that may not make that quite as easy to a retiree today.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and also just a point about that Harry Markowitz and his modern portfolio theory. In 1991, he wrote an article to clarify that he never meant for it to be used by household investors. It was always just meant for large institutions like mutual fund companies. So he, he yeah. can, he's not really guilty of anything here. Right. Um, but I think that <laughs> the Bill Bengen, the 4% rule was also, he was making an important contribution because he was pointing out really, in a way it was how to apply modern portfolio theory to retirement income, but also pointing out the, the, the major problem there was this idea that, that says, well, if, if the markets on average earn 7% a year, then that means I can take out 7% from my portfolio every year. And, and it just, it's fixed by the market returns and I never have to spend down my principal. And then 7% is a safe spending rate in retirement. And there's even still one really popular radio host today that, that still uses that logic. But Bill Bengen explained why that's faulty logic. It's because markets are volatile. Especially if you get a downturn in early retirement, even if the market subsequently goes up and so that pulls up the average so that maybe the average is 7% a year year over retirement, when you have that market downturn early on, that's going to permanently impact your portfolio because you're spending from your portfolio in a downturn. And that's where you might only be able to spend at 4%, even though based on the averages, you should have been able to spend at 7%. So he brought that idea into financial planning. It's just he made a lot of simplifying assumptions. So he, I mean his it's important to say 4% is a lot more realistic than 7%. Right. But when you really start digging into it and accounting for the lower interest rates retirees today face, 4% might still be too aggressive, but at least it's it's the idea you have to really be careful in retirement. You, when you're spending- It's a
0: warning star I think Morningstar's come out with some research. It's closer to two. I mean, if you think about, and I don't know that exactly, I'm not ready to quote that number, but it's much closer to two than it is four if you think about an actual retirement withdrawal strategy. But you talk about an, an optimization or an efficiency strategy that we can do in this integration between insurance products and assets under management or money in the market directly that allow us to set money aside that's specific for income. And if we put enough money in there, we've got essentially now liquid cash, liquid money that's in the market mm-hmm. that can be spent for other things and they're not earmarked towards generating income. And you, you break it down so nicely to say, I think you use these analogies of we've got a million dollars and we put it into the market. It may not be quite as liquid as we, as we would think it is. Tell us a little bit about that, if you don't
1: mind. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I mean that that Morningstar paper you mentioned was actually a co-author. So yeah, two point eight
0: percent. Oh, the, outstanding. The See, I read I read all of your <laughs> stuff. I just sometimes I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, right. So this idea about liquidity, liquidity is the idea that you you can get access to your funds if you need it. And so if if I believe in that four percent real idea, it means if I if I wanted to spend forty thousand dollars than if I had a million dollars in a brokerage account. I I should be okay based on the 4% rule. Uh, And and in a brokerage account, we'd say that money's liquid. But in the meaningful sense of retirement, that million dollars is not really liquid because you can't really spend it on something else. It's been earmarked to meet your spending goal for the future. If you spend it on something else, you're directly jeopardizing the ability to meet your future $40,000 spending goal. I talk about the four L's of retirement, the financial goals, lifestyle, longevity, liquidity, and legacy. And by using insurance products, you can potentially meet your lifestyle and longevity spending goals, as well as your legacy goal
0: with less assets.
1: And when you do that, that frees up the other assets you have to be the true source of liquidity for your financial
0: plan. And with that, I think we've reached a good breaking point. We will try to fit a little bit more of this interview in for you next week. Let me recap what we learned this weekend Basically, there are two phases to retirement planning. There is the accumulation phase, and then there is the income phase. Which phase are you in? If you are close to the income phase, it's now time to start fundamentally shifting the way that you invest working with a retirement specialist such as R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, my team, we can help you do that. If that's something you would be interested in doing, give us a call at 270-600-PLAN. If you are looking to generate income or maybe even save money while making sure the principal is not at risk, we can help you do that. 270-600-PLAN. The last part of that interview talks about a safe withdrawal rate. Although old research shows somewhere around a 4% withdrawal rate generating income for 30 years pretty safely. The new research that is being conducted right now in our low interest rate, high debt environment, our, our country is, is in more debt than we've ever seen and our interest rates are as low as we've ever seen them. Taxes are bound to go up at some point in time. With all of these headwinds, that percentage is more like 2.8%. So if you guessed 2% at the beginning of the show, you're correct. If you guess 4%, you're not wrong. It's just old, outdated information. That means in order to draw $28,000 a year in retirement safely, you would need $1 million if you rely on old research, the investment-only research. But here's the good news. If you work with Artie Smothers Wealth Management, we utilize this integrated system combining both insurance and investment products, allowing you to spend more in retirement, and leave more behind to the ones you care about. If you would like to know more about this, we need to talk. 270-600-PLAN. I enjoy every weekend with you guys. Until we talk next weekend, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless.